talking about the 2010 Collingwood Premiership, we're lucky enough to be joined by a teammate of yours from that team who became a saint and during the year announced his retirement. He now resides down in the beautiful seaside village of Bowen Heads where Benny was playing his trade today. He's actually going to be a seagull next year in the Ballerine Football League, but he's been good enough to join us tonight. I do speak of former saint and magpie, Nathan Brown. Brownie, thanks for joining us on K-Rock Footy. Hey, boys. How you going? How are you? Very- Excuse me. I'm... <laughs> I'm um, huffing and puffing. I'm just running away, running away from the kids, so they're, they're chasing me down. So that's what that's what happens when you become a stay-at-home dad. I thought, I thought you were going to say you'd started pre-season just to make sure you had a spot in the bow and head side oh. in round one. Oh, I don't. I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, that's um, that's that's the last on my worry my worry list at the moment. But yeah, no, it's going to be tough. Premiership side, and the boys haven't been able to play this year, so they're all chomping at the bit to get into it. So I'll have to come back in half decent, Nick. That's for sure. You came home from news for a few months ago when you knew that the, the career was going to come to an end and you were not going to get yourself back into the side. But have you reflected this week and thought, gee, if I had a state, I might be playing deep defence tonight? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, it, I mean, I had been waiting, uh, waiting beside my phone all week for a phone call from Rats, but it hasn't came. Um, <laughs> no, I've been long, long and forgotten, but it. It's funny it's when I decided to come home. It, I mean, it was the right time for me and to get back with my my family and with the move down to Bowen Heads in January. It was just the the right thing to do and start setting up a bit of a life down here. Um, yeah, when I left, and there was a plenty of young kids, you know, to 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 fill a spot. And if I'm not there to to come in and play a few games, I mean, hopefully they get their opportunity and and all that, and and they deserve it. And, and off they go with their career, and you never know what could happen. So it's been good, and I'm yeah not regretting one thing. <clears throat> Brownie, Lee Brown, uh, thanks for joining us. We know you could talk about yourself all night, but I actually <laughs> want to talk about the Saints. Can you can you talk us through uh, Brett Ratton and the impact he's had? Um, taking over the last couple, last couple of games last year, you could already tell that, you know, this is a guy who was, wanted to steer the ship in a different direction and really have a lot of player buy-in and, and get the group really connected and, and then playing for one another and having a good time um, and whilst training hard and playing some really good footy. So... That with a few with the five traded guys that come in with a bit of experience from high quality sides and obviously high talented players mixed in with the guys who are already there, some leadership and some young guns coming all together, and and I think going to Noosa and being in the hub has has almost accelerated the the connection and the and the growth of these young players together to start playing as a team and and I, and they've put together some wins and they haven't it hasn't gone all right for them they've had some some pretty bad losses against some good sides and some, some not so good sides. So the aim was just to get into the finals and you never know, get on a get on a little bit of a run and that, that brings them up to tonight and you never know what could happen tonight. Yeah, and we, we certainly saw that potential last week and, and hopefully that flows on to onto tonight's game. But you mentioned that connection and, and also playing for the coach. We hear that so often and, and often when teams aren't playing well, they, you know, the comment is, oh, they're not playing for the coach, etc. What, what does that look like? What are some of the things that, that Brett Ratton's brought in to, to galvanise that group, to, to get them on board or get the group on board to say, this man's leading us forward, we've got full trust in him. What are some of the actions that, that he's brought I think, um, I mean, I mean, all styles, all, all styles have their merits, but, um, uh, Rats isn't a, a rant and raving, do it my way. He'll, he'll obviously have an agenda, a game plan and that, but he's really about building a player's confidence up, um, making sure they don't forget their, their own little personality and the way they play and their talent and stuff and really growing that and then working with it and molding it into a team. So he's sort of, 
he doesn't try and convert people into a robotic type of play that he wants. He want, he'll have a look at his talent and his personality types in his group and try and mould him into a game plan that works for everyone and so everyone can feel confident and happy in the way they play. So I think the boys have really responded to that and you can, you can just notice that some guys that have been thereabouts for a few years, these young guys like Caulfield and um, Hunter Clark, um, Clarkie and stuff like that, you're just really coming out of their skins under rats. So, um, yeah, it's been good to watch. Uh, my, my sources say that you've been a great leader and mentor down there and you've mentioned a couple of those young defenders but is there a young guy that you know, you've know particularly taken a liking to that you think is going to be a fantastic player going forward for the Saints and, and one that uh, yeah, you, you can see being a real superstar going forward? Yeah, there is there is Brownie, and I mean it's it's easy to leave when you when you love talking about yourself all the time. It's not hard, but uh, um, just trying to. I mean, the guys out there, I love. It's been great to work with, and I, and I, that's why I have not one bit regret coming home or even cracked the shits about not getting games or anything like that because these guys are really good people, and you just want to see them succeed. And even just one uh, one I spoke to, to about today in the Herald Sun was Dougal Howard. I mean, he's a bit older, but um, just coming across and. Leaving Port Adelaide on a big contract like he did, and then by turning back on that, and then coming to Saints, putting it, putting his faith in Rats and the boys, and and a team that hadn't played finals for nine years is is a big deal, and it, there's a there's a weight of expectation and pressure that comes with that, and the way he's handled himself and coming to the club and sort of, you know, hard work hasn't hasn't been really like outspoken or arrogant or overconfident or anything. He's just really earned the respect the right way with the boys and, and the boys have really responded off that and learned a hell of a lot off him as well. So, And he's come across this year and um, playing key back every week against key forwards in short, this shortened format and stuff. It's, it's a tough tough gig physically on the body and mentally and he's only a young fellow and he's only going to be unbelievable for the club going forward to complement the guys that are already there like Jack Steele and, and all these guys. So, um, yeah, I can't speak highly enough of Dougal. And then you've got Caulfield and, and guys like that, that. And then even guys that haven't played yet, like Oscar Claverino, just really good, high-quality people that um, obviously, um, I mean, they're, they're the people you want around your footy club for years and years. All right, you've spoken enough about the team now. What about you? What's, what's, been, your, what's been your greatest <laughs> indulgence now you're in retirement? You've come home. What's the thing that you've enjoyed the most? Um, just, I don't know, just a little things like, you know, having a beer on the road with the neighbours and letting the kids run around. Not on the road, obviously, but not that irresponsible. But, um, just, you know, just little things and sitting back and watching the footy, enjoying it with no pressure, not worrying about having to, you know, form up and hopefully you don't get dropped and things like that. But, um, and I guess playing with the Seagulls down here in Bowen Heads next year and just, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because, you know, hopefully have a run around with a, a little bit less pressure. But I mean, it's still I still want to win footy and win a premiership, and hopefully play up forward or run around in the middle and have a bit of fun along the way as well. So there's just little things like that. And most of most of the premiership, the Collingwood team are nearly all retired, except for Pendles and Sidey. They'll keep going for about another ten or fifteen years. But um, <laughs> even just to enjoy enjoy beers and get together with with you blokes um, and stuff and. Maybe maybe not too many beers with you, Lee, but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, eventually when we can, you know, look back and celebrate on some on some good times and some fun times and some hard hard working times and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's been been not too bad. 
The Prestige Jayco, Australia's number one motorhome dealer, speaking with former Collingwood and Saints star Nathan Brown. Here's Benny Cass. Uh, Nathan, thanks for joining us on Car Foot. It sounds like you are content, but you're you devastated that when you look back on your career that people never talk about the Nathan Brown role, yet they talk about the Lee Brown role. <laughs> well, you know what? As, as long, I've got a premiership medallion, and if Lee got me that, that if the Lee Brown role got me that, you know, I'm content. That's I'm happy with that. You know, but, Brownie's um, still buying Presti drinks. He's yeah you know, at the bar every every second weekend buying drinks for Simon Presti Presti Como. Yeah, Who's the yeah, funniest teammate yeah, yeah. you played with, Nathan? Because Brandy tells us a few stories about the Magpies, including a few that included Ben Reed. But uh, <laughs> well, do, yeah, who was the funniest well, funny, bloke you played with? It's funny you say that because you know how I was talking about Dewey Howard, how he came into the club and he went under the radar, worked, earned the respect of the boys, and you know just went around preseason really well and stuff. Then coming out of his shell, we got Lee Brown, and he and he was total opposite. In the change rooms, pulling pranks, loudest there, most annoying bloke. But he yeah, was quite funny. Him and, and then he teamed up with Tark and Lockyer, and the two would not shut up all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and look, you said there's no pressure playing local footy, but apparently the president of, uh, of Bowen Heads has suggested to people that you need to kick around about 160 goals next year. So, in fact, I'd yeah. put that beer down right now and go for a run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm standing. I'm standing out in the front um, with a beer, and I wouldn't be surprised if Timmy Goddard is, is uh, walking past, just keeping an eye on me, uh, making sure that he's he's recruits all ready to go for preseason because he, he's pretty keen on another flag for the Seagulls. You know, he's pretty passionate, and that's what I love about the club as well. There's heaps of passionate people down there, so I think we'll have a ball down there next year. Absolutely. Nathan, a uh, little business set up down there as well. You and the better half of uh, make sure you've, in, you've ingrained yourself into the community. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Liana, my wife, she's, um, she's a physiotherapist therapist by trade. So um, when she's not keeping my body um, all nice and sound and, and, and injury-free, she's um, started up a studio in the main street, yeah, called um, Studio Bowen Head. So... You know, she's does does the clinical parties in there and a bit of physio and stuff like that, dry needling. So um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and I've, I'll when I come home, I have fitted it out and made it all looking nice and pretty cool, pretty trendy type setup. So I mean, she, yeah, she's fun. She's having a ball with that and had fun coming down here. And um, yeah, it's been good. Been good with the kids as well. Uh, good stuff. Uh, what's post footy? Obviously, you'll play with bar and heads. But in terms of you know job wise and stuff like that, what have you got planned to to do? Yeah, but believe it or not, I'm actually a chippy. I've, I've managed to carve out a, a carpentry apprenticeship over the 14 years of footy, and so I've, I've had some great people down here sort of look after me and um, and stuff. So um, I've been doing little bits and pieces with a few mates, and um, yeah, I'll probably look to go into that. And you never know. I'm really enjoying just you know doing something different. You know, you get drafted at the age of 17 straight from school, and then 14 years later, you you finish footy and you've only done footy for your life, so I'm just excited to, to experience something different and, and you know, and, and, yeah, get into a bit of life post-footy. What's your brother doing, Nathan? Clearly you were better than he was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. He's, since he's come home, he's had three or four years at St Kevin's in the Ammos and did all right there, won a couple of flags. So um, he's, uh, yeah, he, he's in Melbourne. He's, he, he's uh, unfortunately, his business, he was, he was working in tourism. Um, taking school kids overseas, and um, that all went overnight with this with this bloody virus. But um, yeah, I know he's he's going okay at the moment. He's just had a 
a young fella and um, yeah, you never know. We, we're sure. Who knows, you might end up down this way and playing for the Seagulls. I'm just trying to coax him into that at the moment. So, see what happens. <laughs> oh, geez. There's, there's a big chunk of the points. You're worth six, and he's probably worth four or five. That's a quarter of the side there, Nathan. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we can just take him in turns and play under the one bloke, and oh. he play one week and I'll play the other or something. <laughs> Very Still good. That way. <laughs> hey, Nathan, really good to talk to you. It's great to have you down in this neck of the woods and great to hear that you're going to have a kick in the Ballerine next year. It's a, a good footy comp and uh, it's only going to be better with the likes of yourself running around. So I suspect uh, there'll be a big crowd of Bowen Heads on Easter Saturday next year, which will be around about round one if everything goes to plan with local footy. And uh, we look forward to, to covering that at krockfootball.com.au. But we appreciate you joining us tonight for Prestige, Jaco, and uh, great to have you in our part of the world. No worries, boys. Yeah, and very grateful for the whole, not even Bowen Heads, but the whole sort of Geelong and greater communities for just welcoming my family in and town. And, um, I mean, it's been, it's been awesome, so it means a lot to us. Well, great stuff. Congratulations on a wonderful career as well, and uh, thanks for your time tonight. Enjoy the footy. No worries, boys. Enjoy. Nathan Brown joining us for Footy Spotlight thanks to Rex Garrell. Quality service, professionalism, competitiveness and a culture to exceed our customers' expectations. Great to talk with new seagull Nathan Brown. Quickly before we go to a break, Brownie.